It's time for Make Us a Mixtape. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm Marty DeRosa. We talk to you guys about five songs that change your lives. Or- you make us a mix. We judge you by it. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if you guys have been listening and you have questions, concerns, or want to correct us on something Marty or I said, uh, email us at paulmartymix at gmail.com. We have an amazing show lined up for you today, don't we, Marty? We broke out the big guns. We brought we brought the big guns. One of our first picks when we came up with this podcast, we both agreed. We don't agree on a lot. Not at all. But on this one, we did agree. Kristen Toomey. Hi. How are you? Hello, America and Montreal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, thank you for doing the show. <laughs> what if I just shit my pants when I said, I'm good, and then just... <laughs> and then you ran away? We would just play your songs and be like, I guess she likes it because of this? I think this song means something. That would be kind of fun to guess why people pick certain songs. You guys have a lot of podcasts. Has that ever happened? Uh, forgot about Or someone night. shit their pants during it? I've had to shit my... I've had to go to the bathroom real bad. Oh, I mean, she's told this on our podcast before. When b- before Sarah and I, my girlfriend, uh, started dating, we did a, a wrestling podcast together. And after one of the episodes, I I don't know if we were dating or not. I feel so bad about this. She clogged my toilet. Oh my god! And Gosh. I was getting ready, and she was like freaking out, being like, "Oh my god, this is it. It's oh, over." No. Yeah. And and uh, and then as. I was getting ready for this. We were getting picked up to go to a wrestling show. And she was like, hey, yeah, just do your thing. And uh, somehow she went on her phone and fig- and someone said, like, oh, boil hot water and pour it down. It'll, it'll oh my disintegrate. God. But guess stuff. what? Apparently, that's also how you could blow up a toilet. So it cracks the porcelain. Yeah, yeah. Oh so my God. I'm sure she loves me telling this story. Oh, that's and you guys are still together. So yeah. see, ladies, see, ladies, don't no, feel afraid. No shame to, in your poop game to drop some bombs. My. And uh, you know that. <laughs> knock on wood, uh, we're we're still here together. Yeah, uh, and we have a new toilet, a better toilet. That, yeah, that, that flushes, can handle some water. That can handle a, a, a hot, a, hot a, boiling water, a hot beefy babe load and hot water. And, and, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Beefy load. Uh, beefy load Everyone. is not, oh God, it's not on, what man. I wanted to say. So I hope right you, when I said it, I went, no. You didn't even want no, to say That's it. not what I wanted to say. Hope nice. nobody was eating while they were watching this episode. Yeah. Uh, my voice is bad. I'm sorry. I had a no, big wrestling weekend. And uh, <clears throat> if you were at StarCast or uh, All Out at the Sears Center, it was. Star Beats presents. Dude, what's do you remember that commercial? You might no. be too young. There was a commercial on the radio, and it was like uh, they would basically tell you all this, all the happenings in the uh, Chicagoland area, and it would go Starbeat presents. What's happening? <laughs> and they would be like, "Oh, B ninety six was going to be out at the bowling alley for a B bash, and oh, God. Uh, all these different yeah. like dances and concerts and stuff." And Starbeats would, would in cover. Chicago, yeah. I used to fall asleep to the radio. Every what was your night. What was your station back in the day? Um, Q one one. Yeah, Q one one back right in the away. day, but. Also, when I was a kid, kid, it was like B96. Yeah. Remember and I the used bus? to have this jukebox. Do you remember the bus? Radio. No, what's the bus? 95. The bus? Yeah, there was one called The Bus. It might have been like a 94.7 before it got rebranded or something like that. There was The no, Bus. No, 94.7 was always WLS. Okay, then it wasn't that. Maybe it was, uh, what was, what's the, maybe it was the mix note station or something? I don't know. What was the, what was on the bus? There was The was Buzz. The Bus. I like, like just popular music. In Indiana, though. Maybe. No, no, where I lived in Indiana, we got all the Chicago stations. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think there was a bus. There was, trust me. Mm. Go ahead and look it up while I talk to Kristen for a second. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Jamie on Joe Rogan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you'd fall asleep to Q101. Yes. What was or your... Or B96 when I was little. When you were in... When Woke you were... up to a lot of heavy D yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. Now that we found love, what are we right. going to do with it? And I was like, good morning, junior high. What was your What was your kind of like a musical persona in junior high versus high school? Oh my God. You know what? It's TBT. I should have brought this. I found um, my stepmom got out of the garbage and in my bedroom, um, a souvenir or like a survey I had to answer. Oh, nice! In like f- sixth grade, okay. And my musical taste, I put hip hop. Yes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I was sure. Like, Listen, hip hop. That was that huh. age where it was like this is taking over, y'all, and everybody. Was I was like, wearing cross was. colors. Me too. Yeah, I right. loved. I loved Looney my, Tunes. I worked I, at one overalls, of those. One strap. I worked at one of those stores at the mall. <laughs> DJs with a Z. Yes. D E J A I Z. I believe it was. It was in the merry-go-round Chess King mm-hmm. family. Chess yeah, King. Yeah, the Chess King. And Yorktown Mall, to, baby. Yes, well, this York was South Lake Mall in Maryville, Indiana, and I was. I'll be honest. I was there for the discount because I could use that discount at all the other. 
stores, 40% discount. That's really? that's a big deal. I was I remember when hip hop just started with rap and uh, I was looking at I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I found all these letters that I, my friends and I wrote to each other in 1994-95 because this is before internet. We'd write letters to our, each other at schools. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them my friends like, "So do you think Snoop Snoop Dogg was like a one 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 album one trick pony? You think that's ever going to go anywhere?" Because oh it God. just came out. Yeah. That's and we were hilarious. like we we're like is this going to is this going to stick or is this going to be like disco? It's I heard crazy. Eminem's demo in a garage that someone got outside a show. Yeah. They just got the cassette. I of, had, um my name is. I don't, and I was like this is amazing. Yep. I but I had no idea it was When that be, came like, out uh, at a uh, when I was visiting Milwaukee, there was this record store they called Atomic Records and I got for free they were handing them out. It was a styrofoam VHS cassette of Eminem's uh, My Name is Video. Oh, wow. I wish I still had it. It would be such a collector's item, I'm sure. But it was like, yeah, they somehow just like made it with <clears throat> styrofoam. And it worked in the VCR. Really? Yeah, it was wild. And they would like disintegrate after I like don't know, maybe after watches. like a couple. It's like, <laughs> yo, man, like you play this. Gadgets. Yeah, you play this a lot, your VCR's fucked. But Put I remember, water. I thought it was so cool. Huh. Speaking of cool. Speaking of cool. Yeah, how did you how did you come up? What are the, is there a theme to these these five songs before we get into it to me? No, I was uh, driving <laughs> no. last night and you were like, send me the songs. So I just sent you the songs <laughs> on my way home. From my I mind. was surprised. I thought you'd have more like of that. Uh, hip hop. No. <laughs> Straight. I, more I, of that hip hop flavor. Yeah. <laughs> like the more emo, emo-y feel that, uh, what's that band that, oh, Smoking Popes. I thought I'd see some Smoking Popes I on here. I love the Smoking Popes, um, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm very emo. Okay. As a person. Fair enough, but I mean that's what you you listen to. That smoking popes are like one of your favorite. I would bands, say they're right? more pop punk, power pop punk, yeah. power pop punk. Yeah, I would say pop punk. Yeah, but there there's none of that here. You don't think so? No, I guess not. <laughs> are you <laughs> having second thoughts? You're like, we know I forgot so. what we start I said. Over? <laughs> okay, well why don't we we go into it? You told me there we go. That they have to be in the order that, that you did. So you started with this. Oh yeah. We What's are the, going when, to be friends. When is the uh, last time you made a mixtape for somebody? I don't think I've ever made a mixtape. Ever? Me. Interesting. Has <laughs> anyone people ever make them for you? made them for you? Yeah. Do you still have a working CD player in your car? Yes. Do you have old CDs that you still play? Any like old mixtapes or anything? Yes. What Matt Drufke's maybe. Oh, Matt Drufke. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to be on the episode. He's a musical boy. Yeah. Um, do you like getting like a mixtape with a bunch of songs you have no idea who they are and you're like, oh, maybe look into that. I love that. I like this with... Uh, I love playlists. Playlists are fantastic. Yeah. They are the new mixtapes. Uh, I've learned that. I've been listening to Bill Murray's playlist. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty great. What's he uh, rocking on that? On Spotify, a lot of um, like Steely Dan and stuff. Okay. Okay. And uh, you're a big White Stripes fan. I am. Big Jack uh, White fan. I'm a yes. Jack Black. Jack White fan. <laughs> uh, interesting. What, what about the White Stripes and what about Jack White he's went to? I like... I think I like how he matches all the colors. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I might have said on this podcast, my old go-to Halloween costume was Jack White. I had a black wig. <gasps> really? Uh, red t-shirt and white uh, like white dress pants I got at the thrift store. Really? Yeah. I wore that about three years in a row. Wow. Do you Easy. know he's really tall, though? Yeah. Did well, you meet I, him or something? I did. I just stared at him because I didn't know it was him. I was like starstruck, I think. Where'd you sure. meet him at? Um, at SNL. Oh, nice. And uh, he was just hanging out. Yeah, that's interesting. I also said hi to Chris Rock, and he just stared at me. Yeah, maybe like, you're I his only Jack White. To- <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, me, Chris, do me one tap." <laughs> stared at it. I didn't know what to say. That's a pretty good Chris Rock. Thank you very much. Saturday Night Live. I'm you're available. Great. Yes. You're great, dude. So you met you met uh, White Star. You didn't. You got struck by Jack. I just stared at him. Yeah, he's an ass kicker too. He he beat that beat the shit out of that one dude in Detroit. Who? Jack White. Who, who's the dude he beat up? Uh, he was in a band. Uh, uh, Brendan from Rankin Tours. Wait, he's in a band with Yeah. Him. No, he's in a band with... Not, no, but he, he fought somebody. He for sure fought somebody and, and uh, fucked him up real good. Do you uh, know uh, about this song? Yes. He like made it into a, a book. Oh, nice. And I a bought kid's it for book? my nephew. Yeah. I love that. That was also... Nice. Wasn't that on the opening of a movie, that song? Well, it, Conan O'Brien Juno? uses it for his podcast. Oh, now. maybe that's it. Oh, maybe Juno too. I don't know. Who knows? Listen. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. It was interesting because the first White Stripe song I heard was Hotel Yorba. I love that one. too. Yeah, and then it's one of those when then you hear the rest of the songs and you're like, oh, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. We talk about that a lot, like especially with one hit wonders. Sometimes 
where like a band put out a song and you're like, ooh, this is cool. And then you hear the whole album and you're like, nothing else is like this on the album. And that'd yeah. be kind of weird if like the thing you get known for the most is like, oh, remember that weird, goofy song that we're like, should we even do that? And then you do it and all of a sudden you're like popular from that. And yeah, that's, and I that, saw like that. I was watching a Frank Zappa like mm-hmm. interview with uh, his daughter. Yeah. And they did that Moon Valley. Beam? Yeah. Yeah, Moonbeam. They did that Valley Girl song. Yeah. And it like took off, but it was supposed to be like making fun of those people, mm-hmm. but it. They actually became a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And probably like perpetuated the the stereotype even more. I think that's what killed the record industry because you'd end up buying Valley a CD. Girl, yeah. Oh, and it would be people just nothing. got pissed. How many bad CDs did you buy back in the day or, or cassettes back in the day where you're like, first this CD I good. ever got was a single of Erasure. Take a chance on hey, me. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Did they have like a remix free. on side two? It was free. A little remix on side mm-hmm. two? Yeah. Nice. That's a great song. I love, I love Erasure. I yeah, think they're really? real fun. I never yeah. got into them. I think they're real fun. You know what's funny? <clears throat> uh, because of this podcast, I had to had shuffle format on my phone, so it went into all my old CDs, which are all downloaded on the iTunes. Yeah. And like, so when I was driving around uh, recently on on a trip I was on, all these random songs came on, and all and who I forgot of that era was Yaz. Remember Yaz? Did you ever get into them? Yeah, that's they a were great like the Erasure esque. Yeah. You didn't like them. Song no. What was that, their big song? Nobody's Diary. They had uh, no. Don't go was a popular one. It was please big don't at the go. no. Please don't go. <laughs> no, don't they were go. the. No. That was Al- Alyssa Allison no. <laughs> Moyet was in the band. She had a solo project after that. But ah, okay, redhead chick, maybe lady, mm, blondish. I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. But they. But that was like big, I'm thinking of Fuente. That was the roller. Did you go to that roller skating ring in Lombard? Yeah, all the time. That was, I was like, like I lived at the roller rink. That for was a Erasure and Yaz was all around. That was there. my wow. first kiss. Was at a. That roller rink. I always felt Lombard bad. Roller rink. I never went to the roller rink uh, in Indiana because I couldn't roller skate. I could have oh, yeah? just hung out, but I always you didn't was have like, a silk shirt to wear. I but wish. No. I was always like, Nah, man, Working I can't at skate. Zubaz. No, <laughs> <laughs> Zubaz. You know what Zubaz are? Those pants. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had some of those. All the old we wrestlers. You know who yeah. started Zubaz? Uh, Animal and Hawk from the Road Warriors. They were in on the ground floor of Zubaz. I have no idea what any of those are. The road warriors with the paint in the shoulder. You know. I love oh that. It's like you do Wrestling? not. Yes. No, oh, that's no, the ultimate warrior. That's the ultimate warrior. warrior. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, that, do you prefer the new stuff that he puts out, Jack White? I, I like most of it. Yeah. I think all of it's pretty good. Like Except I don't like one song. He's pretty much, I think there's only one song I don't like of his. What is it? His Carolina solo stuff, drama. you mean? Oh. What? Because there's a line about like Carolina the blood drama. and the milk, and Blah. I can't. Yeah. 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 What about uh, the Racket Tours or his other projects? Do you like Yeah, those? I like them. The new one's not bad. Yeah, it's good. I hmm. saw them in uh, Minneapolis. I always like that photo of him at the Cubs game. Dude, <laughs> oh, that's the photo best. of him. He looks like, and he's at the I Cubs game. That. He's having a great time. It, it looked, I make that face I, all the time. I just love every once in a while I'll see that, like whether it's like a, a gif or something, someone will pop that photo up and I'm just like, it's it never gets old. Perfect, right. It's perfect. I love it. He looks like Your an face alien. should look like that at Wrigley yeah, Field. He looks like an alien. Like, what are you doing there? I, and in my mind, in that picture, he just got a ticket by himself and went. Yeah, he probably did. But didn't he like, explain it later that like he was he he lo- he's like a big baseball fan yeah, or something? Yeah, Some there was one thing too where I was reading uh, that your went, favorite yeah, band is. is killing me, and uh, they do a thing about him yeah. and how his hatred for that dude in uh, what's the band with the two dudes? Black Keys. Yeah, he hates the lead singer, but whatever. But then they were talking about one time he was at a show, and in between shows he went and saw like a game or something. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. Oh, by the way, you were right about the song. It was on the opening credits of Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's that's it. it. I knew it was something. But you were wrong about the bus. There is a bus station. Yeah. But that was at. Um, that's in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, you'll get your fact checks, but you'll maybe, get them later. Maybe we we're got nothing. it in Indiana. Yeah. Maybe it, that was <laughs> maybe it. it went for it skipped Chicago and well, went no, there. it would be far enough. Ah, who knows? So we're nothing if we're not accurate on this podcast. Hey, Paul, sue me. That's a fun little inside joke. Paul, being. I heard that uh, Neil Armstrong would say <laughs> bad moon jokes. And then if people didn't laugh, he goes, I guess you had to be there. Oh, my God. Which is so fun for an old man to do. <laughs> yeah, for the, his whole life. Yeah. All right. Never gets old. Let's Song go to, two. Speaking of getting old. No, speaking of old... never getting old, you should have said that should have been the, the segue. <sighs> well, speaking we'll, of we'll never getting old, because the song's a classic. Thanks. Oh, this and, one. Sam Cooke. Hold on a second. We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Paul, Paul was bragging off? about how good everything sounded earlier, and then he jinxed it. There you go. 
There we go. <laughs> this is Sam Cook. Bring it on home to me, Sam Cook. Yeah. This is awesome. Isn't it good? This is just. It's like a rainy day. Yes. In your bed. Huge fan of when a song plays and you can say how the how it, the background is, how the scene is. Yeah. Go ahead. Back. Okay. Start from scratch. Rainy day. Yes. Saturday afternoon. Yes. Fall. Fall. Yes. Late summer. Yes. Late a little summer. overcast. Yes. In your bed. <laughs> yes. White Two bed. o'clock. White bed. White bed. Bedding's all white. Brass bed. Brass bed. I see a motel. No. No. Of course you do, you pig. <laughs> no. We're at home. Take it back home, Tim. Yeah, no, we're, it's home. Bring it on, not to the take motel. It, take it back home. Bring it okay. on home. Okay. To me. Clearly he's saying yes. Kristen to And me. now for some reason in your bedroom, you have these big doors that open up to <laughs> the Sam outside. And Sam Cook's there. Sam Cook's out on the porch. No, no. Okay. Oh, and there's a body that? with blood and milk. What? Oh, God. Paul, you're ruining a beautiful moment. Paul. We're Paul. all going to jerk off to this later <laughs> if you shut up. Go ahead. God. You're ruining it. How do you get laid, Paul? I don't. Quietly. Sam Cook. Okay. Doors open. He's not on the balcony? <laughs> his, his ghost is. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. And it's yeah. beautiful. It's yeah. kind of like prism-y. Yes. Right? It's yeah. not scary. No. It's prism. Prism. Oh, I thought you said prison. I was like, he never was. No, a... this is. I got you. I love this. Okay. Yeah. He's levitating above the bed. Oh, wow. Okay. okay sure. Why By the okay. way, she's making like a, sh- a chivalry. She's doing the, inter- the international um, symbol for levitating. Yes. This is, <laughs> yes. Uh, you levitate. You know. At home, you know. This should be a webcast. You know. And then they're, oh, God. The curtains. Yes. Are white. Uh-huh. And flowing. flowing. They're flowing. They're flowing. And you look outside and you're like, well, the trees aren't really moving that much. Right. They don't need to be. But they're starting to change colors. But it's stirring. They're there. starting to change colors. Oh, Come yeah. on. I love Come it. Come on. And then an owl it. flies by. Sure. Sure. And I go, that's not Owls the right time of day fly. for that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared. I was just going to say. But, I'm not, but calling, I'm not scared. I'm not calling shenanigans on no, that at all. I just go, cool. And then Sam starts singing the song. How did you How did you hear this song? Like, what, what does this bring you back to? What is this something you got into when you were younger? Or is this something like later in life? I don't know the first time I heard it. It's, but I do know that I always come back to it. Were you an something. oldies listening, listening to her back in the day? Fan of the oldies back in the when day? That's the proper way to say that. When I was 20, I started listening to like Billie Holiday and stuff in my room, but I didn't know. Yeah. I think I probably got it from Clueless. Like, oh, I'll check this out. And then yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it is funny how there are certain names like Billie Holiday. I don't know. Sam Cooke is definitely on the top of that list of just like old musicians that you're like, I guess I need to. Give them a try and hear them. Yeah, and see sometimes what you don't really dig that. No, but like sometimes you really do. I got like the it. best of Otis Redding. Uh, I, I got Otis. introduced sure. to it. I'm sorry, um, he's not on I the list. think I got it introduced to it by like somebody in in my in in college. Yeah, and so um, I went back and bought the CD, and I was like, oh my god, I know all these songs, but I didn't listen to that stuff when we were young. I listened to like the Loop. Um, XRT and uh, WLS. I tried to avoid B96, but you would never hear Otis Redding on any of that stuff. No, I, I listened Maybe to Otis when station. I was a kid because of my dad. How dare so you. I loved it. Yeah, we would always listen to. And Dirty Dancing. Uh, oldies 104.3. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. So your dad was a big, Sam was listening to Oldies? Um, he listens to, and I think we'll get into him in a bit because he's connected to one of these songs. But okay. um. More of like Soul or James Brown, Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett. I remember being uh, in like junior high and a girl didn't like me. And I remember I was home alone and I had the ra- I would turn the radio on uh, ap- and just kind of like have it blasting. So wherever I was in the house, I could hear it. And it played Sam Cooke's Another Saturday Night and I Ain't Got Nobody. And it was Saturday night. And I remember being like, oh my God. Ah, this guy just gets it. Yeah. And I remember the line, he goes, if I could meet him, I could get him. But yet I haven't met him. And I was like, that's it. I just need to meet him. And oh then I can God. get him. I didn't even know until you just said that's that. That's beautiful. That he sang that. I, I knew it was a cover, but yeah. I like the Cat Stevens version. Oh, and that was on the best, greatest hits. And I love Cat Stevens. So when He makes it all weird. syncs up with the music you're listening it's the to, best. It's, it's magic, right? Yeah. And that, that can make you fall in love with the song. To, yeah. And I try to do that all the time is like even the signs on the road or whatever. I connect it to like synchronicities in my life. Do you just to try and feel. Let's say you hear a new song and you're like, like oh, shit, I love this song. Everything has a point. Do you what? listen to it like crazy? Or if I like you, a song? Yeah. Over and over again on repeat? I burn songs out sometimes. Um, no, I don't know. I might. Depends on the song. 
Okay. I think that's something that like I would I think that we've asked that question a couple of times and people don't I think that's just like a, <sighs> I'm psycho about it I I'll do just, it too I'll I'm be the down same with the way. song and I'll go Wait, let's hit that one again and I'll flip it yeah. out again I think I told this story before where Under Pressure on Queen I just recorded it on both sides on a cassette tape just staying in front of the radio in like 1983 wow, as a kid yeah and so I had it on both sides of a of a thirty minute cassette tape. Only that tape. I liked having the only that song. The singles, especially for like a, a heavy D and the boys type of song, because they would have like the remix on the other side, mm-hmm. and it'd be like, ooh, the New York basement version of "Now That We Found Love." And in parentheses, what are we gonna do with it? I loved that. I loved hearing all those different versions of songs. I couldn't get enough back in the day. I didn't like yeah. live versions of songs. That's the only thing that I never got into. I just took a big sip of coffee grounds. Wow. Oh, I was wondering why you made kind of a face. I'm like, you don't want to listen to a remix of Heavy D's now that we found love? What are we going to do with it? The New York basement version? That's that's definitely there were songs like that. It's healthy. Uh, your next pick was an interesting one. <laughs> Wait, uh, listen to it. Let's uh, play yeah, let's for get a couple a bit seconds. Sorry, yeah, this one's sad. Now, this is just classic Johnny Cash, that boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, 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 yeah, yeah. I still uh, miss someone. Johnny I still miss somebody. Cash. Not one of his most popular. This is a little deeper cut, right? Am I an idiot for saying You're that? You're an idiot for saying that. Really? It's kind of an essential, yeah. Yeah. It's on the yeah, essentials. Yeah, get out of here. Okay. I, I'm going to go. Idiot. You guys handle everything. Why is that dumb, you bitch? I don't know. This it's to definitely... me just sounds like if, if you're going to name Johnny Cash songs, this isn't, the, this isn't one that jumps right out. I, I would say it's in the top 10. No, I think it's in the lower the lower half of that top 10, if we're going to say that. It's still, yeah. Okay, it's clearly a number nine choice. <laughs> we'll agree on nine. Okay, so what's the story here, Tombs? Um, I really, I think, I mean, it's a great song. It is sort of classic, like boom, boom, boom. But the lyrics are, they're so sad. But I think it's like a feeling that we've all had where it's like you're going to go out. To me, it's like you're going to go out, but you know the person you want to see isn't going to be there. So it's kind of like, what's the point of even going? You know, I think it kind of captures that and that longing for something that you believe it's out there like a blind faith yeah. sort of thing. This makes me feel like uh, drinking alone in kind of an old man bar. Mm-hmm. The song comes on and there's an old guy who's like, uh, yeah. Still thinking about... Still thinking about that gal. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about the old guy who used to help out with his hearing aids back in the day? No. This is this is, another Indiana? No, no. This was when I was working at uh, Costco and I was fixing people's <laughs> hearing aids and this old guy would come in and he had a like a caretaker. It was like the wealthy people always had these like caretakers. Caretaker wheeled him in. He would just sit there. And then uh, the wife would go walk <laughs> around the store. And we, one time, he, I was just like, he's, he was done. And he's like, you get just you got another appointment? I'm like, no. Nah. And he's like, you mind if I just hang here? I was like, not at all. We would just shoot the shit. And he told me this story about how his son's a doctor now. And his son was treating a patient. And she's like, hey, you aren't like Ernie's dad by any chance, are you? And he's like, yeah, that's my dad. And she's like, oh, yeah, we dated when we were kids and stuff. Oh, my God. And he's like, we couldn't be together because of religion. It was like, oh, God, like she wasn't Catholic or he was or something like oh, nowadays it would be like, who cares? But that was a big deal back then. So they couldn't be together. And he's like, I just want to have a cup of coffee with her. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's like the sweetest story ever. Aww. He's like, but I can't, you know. He goes, the old warden out there wouldn't allow it. <laughs> and sometimes I, th- I think of these songs. And then when his wife came back, she's like, did he tell you about Veronica yeah, yeah. again? Like, You're like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, but I think about these old songs, and it's like for some people, like they must like if you attach this song to somebody mm-hmm. and you still hear it like 40 years later, you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, music is so powerful. I think it just gets in like your subconscious. It takes you to that space, You know space, what I mean? Yeah. It, like it it marks a time in your life. And I was talking about this, not to get too heavy or whatever, but I was talking about this a little online, like separating the art from the artist, because, you know, if we keep doing like this cancel culture and Mm -hmm. everything, like, I think it hurts the people, the fans more when like Michael Jackson, think about what did he do? Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Made some great records. Gotta make, gotta make it laugh. Um, yeah. No, but I think like that's all yes, part agree. of our childhood. Sure. It's an innocence of like, you know, the first time you saw Thriller or all of that is now our own memories are tainted mm-hmm. by that. Because now you're going to, it, it, it resonates, the, the memories that you had are now 
are uh, tied to him, are poisoned by yeah. whatever you think about with him or whoever it is that's been right. canceled. It's, it's even yeah. it's, it's like on a subconscious level too. It's not something you. But are the funny even thing about of, all that it taints like your own childhood. Uh, uh, the thing is, is uh, you can go back to all that stuff we listened to, even the '80s stuff. They did that whole thing on the hair metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Those guys were scumbags. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they 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 were so. I'm sure they've done a lot of questionable they still, things. They still are like, hey man, that was just the. Times. It was the times. It was yeah, just but the times. Yeah. It was just you. We've evolved as a culture, and you can't blame people for uh, what they did in the '70s. Look at Johnny Cash. That guy probably killed people. Just to watch him Just die. to watch, to watch him watch bleed, him yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean... I think, yeah, bringing up... Why well, you got to bring up old shit? Yeah, you got to separate right. the two. What if we had a starting now? <laughs> starting, yeah, starting now. I, mean, I would still time. royally did, fuck it up If you did real bad sure. stuff, you still got to pay for it. Yeah. But, I mean, if there is we that started thing. right now, I would walk out and immediately do something terrible. And I'd be like, God, can we just, just do it again? started now. Can we... I didn't mean that one. But I think, Paulie, what you were talking about with the... 80s hairband documentaries and stuff like that it's like i think there is a part of us that that do want our rock stars to be rock stars and part of being rock stars is like what about comedians? sex drugs and rock and roll i don't know uh what do we want from them i, I don't really know i mean I, I look at as a comedian i think it's different we're comedians so we look at it a little different um i don't know like when i look at like rock stars it's just kind of like i guess i give them a little more like, well, yeah, of course they did that. They're rock stars, not yeah. molesting kids or anything like that. Um, but, you know, if it's just like, I mean, if there's a guy and they're like, yeah, he cheated on his wife every time he got married and this and that. And you're just like, well, yeah. And then it's like I do when I when it starts to get into like, oh, yeah, they dated a like Elvis, like married a child and everybody was just like, cool, that's fine. Uh, but you know, Seinfeld also dated a high school girl when he was <laughs> you bring that up filming his show, which time. I love bringing up. Really? Yeah, Every when he was time. filming Seinfeld, he dated this girl named Shoshana, who was uh, still in high school in New York. But you know, everybody just went, "Well, these are our artists; they just have to be a little weird." But I thought if I was working at Costco and a dude was like, "Yeah, I'm uh, dating a girl in high school," and I'm like, "Oh my god, you're in your 30s. That's fucking weird." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Sorry to keep bringing up Seinfeld, Paul. I know that's gonna no, ruin it's your fine. big break. I don't. I- Paul's going to open for one day and he's going to go, are you on that podcast with that guy who keeps bringing up my high school love? Your, your Jerry Seinfeld just sounds like the Chris Rock less yelly. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> it's me, Jerry Seinfeld. Where's Lane Tech at? I'm going to date a high school girl again. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you know. What are we going to do? Cancel Jerry? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's a lot of Kelly's like, excuse me. Well, I think Jerry said they waited till she was 18. But, you know, I'm sure they waited. Didn't he marry her? Uh, No, he married a lady who was on her honeymoon uh, and then came home and he stole her from his husband. Wow. (laughs) I know too much. There's a lot of stuff. Why do you know so much about Jerry Seinfeld? I just know it. I just know it. There's there's a lot of the comedian documentary. There's the uh, oh, that's right. Okay, where they do that, we'll take that apple pie. Like you're gonna do to Jerry what Hannibal did to Cosby. I just like bringing it up. No, I just like Like I'm taking. What was the apple pie story? It's such it's such a lame thing where they're like, we'll have the apple pie, and uh, the waitress goes, oh. uh, Oh. We're out. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, then um, cancel my order. And they just start laughing at each oh, other. Right. And then Colin Quinn just goes, I don't get it. <laughs> and he goes, well, they don't have the apple pie. So I canceled my order. And he's just like, yeah, I still don't get it. Also, why are you dating a high school girl when you're on TV? <laughs> All right. I have more questions, Jerry. They cut, hey, that out. they cut that out. Hey, of let's that. get out of these murky waters and into yeah. some muddy waters. Oh, my God. Segway. Well done. That was I'm fucking beautiful. talking about segways. Oh, that made me happy. Toomey, is this the best blues song of all time? To me, it is. I think it might be. As yeah. I was walking... You can listen to this on loop for 24 hours. I'm a hoochie coochie man by Muddy Water. As I was walking. I feel like this song was written about me. I'm walking these city streets today and I'm listening to this and I'm going, this might be the best blues song of all time. This is so good. It is. You know what's funny is uh, I had to do an audition where they had to did you do this one where you had to like play oh no it was I had to play guitar with someone and they were going to riff 
And the guy that I was riffing with was a rapper. And he's like, kind of do like the bluesy feel stuff. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, and he started going, ba 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 ba. I'm like, oh, like hoochie coochie me. He's like, nah, man. Like, uh, and then, and he kept saying, I go, you're, t- you're saying. He probably thought you meant MC Brains. Hoochie coochie <laughs> la la la. Oh, is that a song? Yeah, oh, yeah it is. The disco? Hoochie coochie so coochie la la la. I played I am him the this- brains and I'm up to par. That was a, a big line what of the song. What song was that? Wait, what? Hoochie coochie by MC Brains. Oh, I don't what know. What was that? that? One that was in wrestling in the eighties. Which one? Coochie. Uh, we had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, no. Stop saying yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, Hoochie Coochie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a disco That's, song. I know, okay. but this is another Hoochie Coochie wrestling song. Coochie rock and roll. Hoochie Coochie rock and roll. spread the news. It's Rick Derringer. I'll find it. Keep talking, Paul. Right. Okay, so rock he, and roll Hoochie Coo. Yes, rock and roll Hoochie Coo. Yeah, that was on the Pile Driver album. Thank you. <laughs> Rick Derringer also wrote Real Nailed American it. for Hulk Hogan, but it wasn't his song originally. It yes. was the U.S. Express. Barry Wyndham and Mike Rotunda. I should I should have put um, I'm a True American. I am a Real American. Or that's it. By Rick Derringer. But people don't know. Uh, people. That, my point of that story was that they don't, kids don't even know who Muddy Waters is. Yeah, they, they do. Even, they, they, no, dance, they, just they know dance the, sexually to him every <laughs> night at the, at the blues bars on Halstead Street here in Chicago. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. Muddy Waters. What a great name, too. That's like, man. Mm-hmm. What's so, your name, kid? Muddy Waters. <laughs> His name is like Clarence. Well, I don't know what it yeah. is. <laughs> he's, he's in Chicago. He's from Chicago. I just think. Uh, he's on a building. Did you see that building? He lived in he? Westmont briefly, right? I yeah. don't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, he's painted on a like a six-story mural yeah. downtown, which is cool. I do. I, I blues music. Are you into blues? I do like the blues. Yeah, I don't really. McKinley uh, Morganfield was his real name. Nice. Yeah, that's not that's not as as uh, as bluesy as Muddy Waters, but I do love a good blues song. I don't know. I've I've always wondered sometimes about like, do you know anybody who's like super duper into the blues? Like they go to blues fest, they go to blues bars. They're just like, oh my, my god, this really is the best city. The blues, but yeah, I mean, she's been to blues fest and stuff. I wonder if there's like, I mean, I'm sure there are like real fun like blues bands to see in the city obviously Duh. I, almost I used went to go to blues fest blues club and on halstead which but kingston mines oh blues etc blues, blues etc yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i i tried when i started playing guitar uh i would they would teach you blues scales and everything because everything is based off of the blues okay. scales and i tried to get into it but then it never lasted yeah because you know what like after you can only listen to blues for so long until yeah. you're like, all right i'm done and i guess it, is it one of those things too if you're not black you're kind of like what am i doing am i like a fraud <laughs> like i remember like with john mayer like he's like the white blues man it's like fuck off dude no you're not who Just said stop. he was like the white blues man? that was how he was kind of oh, he had the one album bit. he was pitched a little bit as i a, think a it white was kind of like branded as like and maybe he is kind of like a stevie ray vaughn yeah you know um he's a great yeah, guitarist think, yeah he's a great guitarist what do they call that music? blue-eyed soul blue-eyed soul was like uh they were saying that about daryl hall yeah these Hall white guys, these white and, uh, guys who yeah. embody the, Jr. the the soul spirit. Oh, I, almost I, where they I, could get up on stage at a blues club. So and like, part of the I, reason I like this song is there's a lyric that's like the gypsy woman told my mother, um, like pretty much I shouldn't be born. Which you know, someone told my mom that. Yeah. When she was <laughs> a gypsy woman. <laughs> a gypsy a tarot card. Reader. Do you like a good uh, for a good... real? Told my mom she shouldn't have me. You sound well. You proved that wrong. Did I? Well, you sound, you <laughs> sound like you like uh, you like a good lyric. You're big into lyrics. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think lyrics are are like subconscious, our collective subconscious communicating with itself. Explain, what? please explain. Yeah, I think that that's what it is. So you hear a lyric, mm-hmm. and that's I think your lyrics come from sort of like a collective on um, subconscious. Okay, like so do our jokes. Yeah, and inspiration. Yeah, just comes from somewhere, right? For the artist that's singing them, for everyone, mm-hmm. but through the artist. Yeah, I like it, and I think it's all you know somehow. That's what makes it universal and relatable to so many people is like it's vague enough, but also specific enough 
it's kind of like magic, you know. When did you hear this story that your mom told you about someone telling you this? My whole life. She told you that when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. So when this song <laughs> like came a, on, she's like, you know. No, no. When I, she told me that growing up. And then when I heard this song, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like me. What if she just heard it in the song and she's like, I'm just going to tell this story. No, I know. Those, like she literally went to this woman. Her name was Linda. And Linda told her not to have me. Linda the psychic. Linda the psychic. It's like I the whitest it. name ever. Linda. Linda said this was. Yeah, Linda you know. said over a pack of Slim Jim or Slim uh, Virginia Slim. Virginia Slim. The psychic friends and network. Slim Jim. Yeah, the psychic friends network was. Don't have its... any kids. Interesting. And but I mean that's just you know that's just Linda with my projecting dad. her own shit. You know how Linda was. We all Where's Linda, Linda now? She's probably roller skating at that fucking Lombard. I don't know. Roller rink. Yeah, and that big, the big shoe or the big skate they would put me in so, on my birthday and push me around. That was yes. a big roller skate? Yes. On your it birthday. Was and I would, yeah, and I would get in it <gasps> wait, and it, it would push on my birthday. It worked? It was a, uh, wait. It would I, push your friends. It would yeah, push yeah. you. It was like a birthday <sighs> place. You'd go there for your birthday. Yeah. Here's, I'm going to make you super jealous. The Uh-oh. owner of Lombard Roller Rink lived in my subdivision. Of course, you Ginger Creek. prick. Yeah. So guess <laughs> oh, what? Oh, you got it for free or we something? We got in for free every time. Not only that. Rich people should, yeah. shouldn't get it for free. Listen, lady. At that point, we weren't rich. So we were moving on up. My parents were like the Persian the Jeffersons. Nice. So on the come up, I got to, you know when they had those furries that you could dress up in and skate in? Did you ever, they had those, they had like furry animals that people, they would dress up and, and like go skate with people. Like they were worked, like the workers. Yeah. Like they're mascots. Okay. Never saw that. Yes. There were what three of it? them. Um, I don't know. Animal? I don't remember. That'd be great if he's like, there was the gorilla and you're like, that's who that was. It wasn't a gorilla. That was my dad. There was a tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't elaborate ones, but we got to dress up as them. And we got to dress up as a thing. It was like the coolest thing to do back mm. when you were in fourth grade. It would be grade. kind of interesting too if like you were at like a- I never saw that. Kind of like a kid's theme or whatever. You weren't allowed- to Did Kids Bop ever cover Muddy Waters? I'm your hoochie coochie. That would kids be kind Bop. of fun no. if Kids Bop ever did that. <laughs> like the Kids Bop blues? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't think they that do blues versions. I don't think they do. Cringing. That would be- Did the Chipmunks do it though? Unbelievable. You never Muddy know. Muddy Waters? Any blues song, I would feel like it would be it would be oh, against I'm the sure, grain. I'm sure that there were some real like tasteless like blues parody <laughs> songs where like wacky morning DJs did like oh just the cringiest. Oh. I'm your boogie like, woogie guy, dude. Yeah. I do that all the time though. I change lyrics like in, all the time. I remember all the old like Eddie and Jobo parody songs oh from back in the day. I remember all of them, and I remember as a kid hearing it and being like are you allowed to change the lyrics of thriller yeah you know dude i do that all the time yeah they used to they used to have that show um i don't know what dr demento did you ever listen to that what what station was that on but they would i would love that that was like syndicated they Uh, played in chicago on like the loop or something maybe but they would have all the songs, sure. the song parodies. And that's how I found uh, I never out about to it. Weird Al Yankovic. Back when morning radio was like the the king, um, there were comedians who just wrote morning show bits and they would sell them to all the different. There was like a whole network uh, of like, okay, Paul, you're on music. You're on popular jokes. You know, Marty, you're doing the phony phone calls. And then they would just farm those out to everybody because there was no like. Really? There was no like Twitter to be like, hey, look what our guy did this morning. So it was yeah. just like you could get away with that of being like, hey, we all wrote the <clears> same, <throat> you know, Muddy Waters parody song. Huh. What was it? What was it? What would the song be? Probably I'm your Monica Lewinsky instead of I'm your Hoochie Coochie. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, those guys just fucking something. were, uh, you know, they were ahead of their times. Yeah. All that stuff will stay. Yeah. It's still relevant. I'm so excited that you knew Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. Yeah. And you knew that Rick it had Darren a wrestling. Mean Gene. Yeah. Mean Gene hit was in the video They or were something. all in the video. Yeah. It was real wild. My brother's a big wrestler. He also wrote wrestling the theme song for, he wrote the theme song for Demolition, which is, it's a bummer now because there must have had some type of falling out with Rick Derringer where <laughs> on the WWE Network, they don't play a lot of his songs. They only play Real American is the only Rick Derringer song they'll play and they probably are like, that's the only one we're going to pay for. But Demolition's theme song, so, so awesome. Demolition is a wrestler? They were a tag team. Oh. Uh, they were like the WWF's version of the Road Warriors who we mentioned earlier. Hey. 
Hey. They wore like weird uh, S and M gear. And, like as a kid, I was like, "Oh, these guys look like the you know like the apocalyptic like <laughs> yeah. Mad Max." I'm like, "They're so cool." And then <laughs> now you're uh, like, "Oh, they're getting rich." Yeah, we went to the we went to the uh, leather museum up here in Chicago. Oh, I saw your Instagram, and I'm like, "Oh God!" All these wrestlers I loved as a kid would just wear all this. Stuff. <laughs> they just went to this store. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like they would like yeah. the store must have been right where they used to, they used to do their rehearsals, and yeah. they would just be like, "Hey, well, let's just go in there. Let's go to the mats. We'll go to that sex shop." Matt. Uh, buy these leather leather daddy vests. You are chaps. now the Iron Sheep. Unbelievable. All right. Speaking of unbelievable, you like that one? Mm, well, not really. Oh, I should have picked that song because that was the first song I ever masturbated to. Unbelievable by EMF? Yeah. Wow. The video. What a fun You know story. that's Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> that does the O oh in there. And then it's uh, Belushi going, it's unbelievable. Oh, is that? Yeah. yeah. That's that a, that's Prophetic. Jim Belushi doing that. But. Here's how I would have done it. I would have said, we are almost at the end of the show, so it is time to get the lead out, and then oh, I would have played on, Let's Up. All right, let's get let's play a couple seconds of this so people can um, see this basic Probably pick. never heard this song it's before. It's a good pick. It's not basic. You're basic. It's so funny. When you put the song on the list and played it, talk about a song bringing you back. Oh, my God. We had this uh, neighbor, and they were... Uh, down the street from us, we were in like a cul-de-sac. They were down the street, and this dude was just like mullet, heavy metal, had a cool car, had a four-wheeler or three-wheeler, and they would party in his garage all the time. And I remember just being like, I would like look out our window, and it would be all dark, but then there was this garage lit up, and all these like metal dudes would just be partying. And I always was like, I want to go over there. Yeah. And this was like, I swear to God, every time I would go by, I would just hear like. Yeah. Nice. So the first time you listen to Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. it like was life changing. Oh, you'll never forget. And everyone went through that. I, I never had a Led Zeppelin. You never phase. did? Never had a My Led Zeppelin son phase. is in it. He's 10. That's and crazy. He, that's he that's how old loves I was. Led Zeppelin. I got, I got so, I remember Led Zeppelin. And for he like this found album. it on his own without, I really? mean, I listened to it, but he like came to me with that. That's what's so weird with little kids now is like when we were kids, it was like, okay, you can listen to oldies. You can listen to classic yeah. rock. You can listen to the stuff that's new. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it was like, stations. but now there's kids and it's just like, oh yeah, you can listen to every, Anything. like one day it can be like, oh, there, you know about this thing called grunge yes. and then have hair metal. And dude, do you know what those kids are into? Like, so in fifth grade and then my nephew's like, in freshman year, they're all into like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, so Nirvana, yeah. um, White Stripes, Led Zeppelin, ACDC. Do like, you think it helps when these when roll. these bands have shirts at like Target or Urban Outfitters Probably. or something? And I think people are calling people out on shirts now. Who? I mean, yeah, there's so, like, well, it's funny. Some Who cares? You used now. to go up to people and be like, "Oh, yeah. you're a big fan of the Ramones." Like, no, I just got the shirt. At fucking yeah. It is. Fun. I mean, like, cause I have, yeah. I've seen like the video of like the YouTuber who's like, you know, a, a teenage girl who's like, this is a Metallica shirt. Um, apparently it's a band. It's like, Iron Maiden. You know what? nobody talks like that. I always remember the kids in school who had all the concert shirts, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought like if you had an Iron Maiden shirt, I was always like, Oh shit. Yeah. Don't fuck with this guy. Or no, they're like, burners. You, you they're know burnouts. what a forever 21 is. Oh now. man. It, it was just so, cause I mean those shirts back in the day, what, you had to go to a concert? They're Maybe cool, a record though. store I sold like, them? Um, oh, could you imagine having all those dude, old ones? Dude, Kelly Howard, I don't think she side. listens to Iron Maiden, but she was rocking the shit out of one of those in Iowa when we were on the road. I'm going to assume, festival. yeah, with those. She but it, but I think it's great, though, that these bands can, you know, someone will be like, what was that band? Yeah, and Google it. Sure, right? sure. So what's helps. the story on the, the song? Sh- the song, so when I was in um, fourth grade, my dad, so my dad's very... Um, strict Irish Catholic. He was the chief of police and didn't do anything wrong in front of us. And, um, one day he picked me, he called me out of school. So I thought I was like in trouble. Fourth grade, I got called down to the office and my dad's standing there and I'm like, Oh no. And he's like, come on, let's go. And I thought, Oh fuck. Like I really fucked up. And then we got in the was car. Was he wearing his uniform from work? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So I was really freaked out. He's like in jeans and a t-shirt. We get in the car and my brother's in there and uh, he was at junior high and so he had already gotten Ryan. So I'm thinking like mom died, like something mm, crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. And then he just like, we get in the car, he turns that song up and just takes off 
And he's like smoking cigarettes and no, we're, I'm like, where are we going? What is going on? He's like, we're going to great America. Oh, and nice. I was like, what, what a treat. And Ryan's like, yeah, yeah. Like, and we just spent the whole day just riding rides, ditching school with my dad. Who's like, never what would let us reason? get away with that just for no reason. Did Ryan, did your brother know that you were going to roll? Or he, he didn't was know. Surprised he, he got too. called out of school too. And so it was like the coolest thing from going, thinking I had really fucked up or something yeah. really bad to like my dad just being, seeing him as like a cool, like friend yeah. in that moment. I picture him smoking he's on not, a roller coaster. No, he wasn't. But he was, you know, definitely blaring. Smart. He was blaring that. Like we listened to Led Zeppelin. What is that? Two or four? Four. Led Zeppelin the four. whole way there. You know, his cassette. And it was just like, it was awesome. Hell was yeah. it in a cop car? It was his cop car. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it was undercover, you know, right, but right. It was, yeah, it had the siren. Crown Vic. I love it. It was a. That's cool. That memory. Did you ever ask him why he did that? Like, why? No. Why? No. And it was so out of character, but it was um, probably like top five childhood memory. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you get called out of the office again? And you're like, oh, right. Here we go. I was go. like, Round oh, boy, two. Disney World. And then Round they're like, two. you're suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I always walked into the dean's office with a big smile because I thought I was getting a treat. Is there a, a song or a type of music that you just never got into? Um. Country, really, but okay. but you had Johnny Cash because on there. yeah, I got Johnny Cash, and I do like older yeah country, and I think there's even like some cool gospel songs that are kind of electric gospel. Mm-hmm. Old any of the new stuff, you're just like, I don't know about this corporate country. Yeah, I don't that like that. Called? Oh, that's all. Just Isn't the it called corporate? I think so. Or Walmart country. Yeah, Walmart I don't country. Like that. Nah, it's all. <clears throat> was like there a that. stigma where? Because we kind of grew up next door to each other. Uh, at my school, there was a stigma against country. Did so you guys you have like rival country, schools? We were in the same division. I mean, right? No, no, I didn't play sports. Yeah, I think we were. But did Paul, you? Paul was the captain of his quarterback of, of his football team. <laughs> What's captain up, ladies? Of his captain of his quarterback. Hey, hey. did you? Because you're Hi, from captain. you're from Indiana, so yeah. I figured everyone lives in a country there. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It was like one of those where I don't feel like there were, I mean, there were like the country kids. Like I remember one time we were all in detention and my buddy, Rudy was gigantic back then. And uh, this one guy just looked over and he goes, you should be a bull rider. <laughs> and it was like, ah, but I, but it was one of those where it's like everybody knew enough about country music. Like there was this country bar that everybody would go to. I remember I went there on acid one time. It was a <laughs> wild fucking night. Um, but everybody would, it was called DC's country junction. And, um, it was packed. It was so, it was like Roadhouse. I was like, what is, this? like, this is in my There's like town? A cage. It was so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let this sexy lady get on a table and dance, man. Come on, leave her be. Put the cages up. But I felt like it was one of those where everybody was aware, whether it was like parents or siblings of like most of the country music and stuff, but uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like crazy. Yeah, see, like, I didn't, I didn't get into Johnny Cash until like my 30s because I was, that stigma of country music at our school was just like, ugh, like, you, you know were trashy. Mm-hmm. Is that live recording of a boy named Sue like the only? Rec- he doesn't have like a studio recording of boy meets uh, boy named Sue, right? I don't think so. That's so bizarre, uh-huh. and he just nailed it. That's but, the wildest when they that crowd yes. when he did when he, he'll say it's almost like a stand up routine because there's certain stuff in that where they're just like he'll they'll laugh at some things, a couple things they woo at, and then at the end when he's like I'm that son of a bitch you named Sue, and the crowd's like oh yeah. shit, like it's such a fucking wild ride. Hmm. Take some mushrooms, listen to a boy named Sue, and really listen, guys. On uh, Folsom Prison. Sure. It's live at Folsom. Sure. I, I, I didn't actually, yeah, like, that. that's, uh, all those songs were in that movie, What Walk the Line with what, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Joaquin Noah. Joaquin Noah. former bull, Joaquin Phoenix. Also, did his, his starring role in the movie, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. I thought that was, that's what got me back into You know Johnny what's kind of funny? Yeah. I, wa- I don't I mean, know. That was so good for his career. It was a great career. movie, yeah. Have it, have um, you, have you, you know, s- to re- reintroduce him to people. Right. Have you seen uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story? Yes. Yes. But no, okay. not the whole thing. Because I saw, I I saw a, a fun YouTube video and they're like, did this just 
ruined the musical, like the, the biopic music doc movie <laughs> because it's just so perfect and it just dunks it's on them so, so well. Good. It, and yeah, Tim Meadows in that movie is so good. Because look at like Elton yeah, Queen. and Queen. Although, did you see the Elton John movie? I haven't, I don't Did know. you? Mm-mm. Did you see the Bohemian Rhapsody? No. I love, they like just take such artistic like license with everything. It's so. And it's so non-historically accurate. You know what's yeah, funny about that, that movie? And I'm a huge Queen fan. I've, I've read yeah. the books and everything. But like, um, I do a joke where I kind of call them out on the movie mm-hmm. and call out Freddie Mercury and people get offended. Like they love that movie so much. Yeah, I'm like, it's wild. How fuck like, you guys. No, no, no. I knew about Queen before yeah. you were born. This is my history. Don't try to play with it. But like, like, it's, it's funny when I say, when I say that movie on stage and it gets, people start clapping when I say Remy Malik cause they're like, Oh, such a proud moment. Yeah. And Who's I'm like, that? Remy Malik played Frederick Mercury and he was the oh. first, um, he's from Mr. Robot on the USA network. <laughs> First Arab to win an Oscar. So I, I talk about it on stage. And oh, then, really? um, yeah, oh, it's a new show. I've done it for a while. Arab? First Arab to win an Oscar. Really? Yeah. That's You've heard great. that joke, haven't you? I yeah. yeah. And so, like, I added a darker twist to it on the road, and people get really mad when you shit on Frederick Mercury. And you're like, um, that's what happened. Like, he had AIDS, and he knew he had AIDS, and yeah. he got, he gave people AIDS. Oh, so. Jesus. Why do you call him Fred? Frederick. Frederick Mercury. You don't call him Freddie. That's no. I just say that because that's what I say on the joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. Why do you say that in the joke? Because I'm talking about his parents, like uh, Remy Malik's parents, like saying, "Oh, my son's playing Frederick Mercury." Oh, nice. I get it. I guess you had to have. (laughs) You had to be there. (laughs) I guess you had to have Arab parents. I guess you were there. It's a callback to the Neil Armstrong. Fuck yeah. Hey. You like what I did there? I did. I liked it a lot. All right, we are out of time. This was great. You guys got really got something here. <laughs> We're closing up shop right now. This is not working out. Uh, well, that right we talked formula, about, I think. We nailed it. Uh, Tumi, where can people find out more about you on uh, the social medias and they stuff? They can't. <laughs> You're taking yourself that's a, off That's of a power everything. move right there. They can't. What if they want to hear more from you? They no. just can't. <laughs> not Tell them anymore. to hit replay. They want to follow you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, oh, You want to hear this? more from me? Play this again. Yeah. Tell you all about going to Great America. Hit it. I'll, yeah. Want to hear about my dad yeah. some more? Play it again. Hear it for the first time all over again. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, thank you all for listening to another edition of Make Us a Mixtape. Uh, yeah. For uh, Paul and Marty, our guest, Kristen, and uh, listen to Rick Derringer's Demolition theme song on YouTube. And subscribe to our podcast. And again, if you have to message us, it's paulmartymix at gmail.com. Rock and roll. Put your cue.